This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. God bless. Not that I see a lot of assholes that young, but I feel it. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. My hair is virginal, and so is like the deep inside of my butthole. I am such a huge proponent of doing butt stuff to people. It's yeah. what I feel sets me apart as a lover. If I can humbly say there's ever an opportunity for me to be set apart as a lover, I feel that when I vibe best with someone, I need to have access to doing butt stuff. I agree. Butt yeah. stuff's great. Mm. I just don't know that I want like a, a like a, a penis going in in in. in. You know I've only I mean? done that where I put. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're naked on these fucking velour pink chairs. Emma Woman's here, everybody. Come on, and give it up for her. <sighs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for coming. Of course. How you doing? You know, I'm doing good. I feel like it's starting too quickly and I'm feeling overwhelmed. I couldn't relate more. I had a breakdown. I want to say not yesterday, not the day before, not the day before that, <laughs> the days before that. <laughs> I was having a really hard time. It's hard. It's too much too quickly. Yes. And I think, are we good? What is that? Sam, how are dare you? Are you hearing things? I don't yeah, hear anything. I'm hearing I'm just kidding. Things. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's so, you know, uh, Sam, I'm going to kill you. Can you not? play stuff during our podcast fuck jesus you know what everything's falling apart around me <laughs> yeah can you check that everything is connected and going that would be awesome roast battle yeah let's just keep all of this and you know you know you guys get to see the ins and the oh it's you want to keep with this right now you know right. fuck it you yeah, know because behind the scenes exclusive you know what everybody thinks ooh, podcast so fun so right. easy no no fun no ease no ease there's no fun there's no ease but anything. All right, we're good. All right, we're back. Where were we? Breakdowns. Yeah, um, breakdown. Yeah. Oh, things are opening yeah. up too quick. Yeah. Too quick. You're saying fast. you can relate. I relate, and it was like there was no amount. I tried to do so many things. Where I was like, this is going to be the prep for when things open up, but I did not feel prepped. I felt totally rattled, and it was yeah. just too many things. And then uh, on top of all that, my tooth blew out of my face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, tooth issues are rough. My boyfriend yeah. also has a half a tooth in the front, and he it does? breaks at the most inconvenient. What happened to his times. tooth? He just had a half a tooth when I met him, and I just I was like, I can't wait to fix that tooth once I get once he's mine. That's the first thing I'm doing. What do you mean he had half a tooth? Like he just broke his tooth at one point and then never fixed it. So wow. it was like not all the way, but he's so hot. He he's never so hot. He was just like, fuck it. I'll I'll if I'm on Temptation Island with half a tooth, I can live life with half. A he's tooth. so hot. He could be on Temptation Island with half a head. But guess like, what? Mm. He didn't tempt anybody. That's why I got him. He didn't tempt anybody. <laughs> no. There's no way. He got kicked off after one day. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> he's so incredibly good looking he's like, very attractive very how, sweet too. how did he not tempt anybody i don't understand the first day he was there so like late at night they stay in these separate houses mm -hmm. and by the way they isolate them he was in a hotel for like two weeks by himself without really? a phone beforehand so the second they come together they're like party oh my god sure. interaction and they uh they got all drunk and he slipped and fell uh, okay that running happens. around and broke his shoulder oh god and it was like on valium just the next day like 
Okay, so here's the thing. They it wasn't that he didn't not tempt anybody. He was injured and drugged and they were probably concerned. What are you doing here? You need yeah. to go home. And then after one day he was like, Good night, he's done. Okay, so it wasn't yeah. like he was at his peak time of not tempting. But thank God that happened. And but it's you, funny you that know. you say peak because then mm. he was on peak uh or was it called peak of love that was like really? his second that's the one i made fun of that's okay. how i met him right i saw that clip that you guys had and i was like no way what a way to what a way to what a meet way to somebody meet. but wait tell me mm. so how did the tooth thing happen okay this is what happened wait is that how his tooth got broken when he slipped and fell no that's his shoulder his okay. tooth was already half there wow yeah god oh well, it's not fun having a broken tooth in your front of your mouth yeah but this is what happened so I'd say maybe like seven or eight years ago, I lived in Harlem and I was grinding my teeth down. And I saw this dentist that was like, you need to get your teeth fixed. I'm like, all right, fine. I had no dental insurance. But like what teeth fix? Like get up. It was these back teeth. And then I also wanted to get veneers. Right. But veneers are so, I kept getting quoted at like 30,000, like 40,000. That's a good price. And that's a good price. Yeah. Oh, wait till you hear the price I got them at. <laughs> Which okay. part of the problem? <laughs> okay, okay. So eight dollars. <laughs> no, Here's a coupon yeah. for McDonald's. Yeah. Will you take this? right? Yeah, you get get your fries, and now you get some new teeth. Like this, <laughs> what could go wrong? So this is gonna sound pretty stupid, but like you might get the pitch they had and why it worked. I mean, so the guy, the dentist was like, "Oh, you you work in entertainment?" I was like, "Yeah," and he goes, "So you need TV teeth?" And I was like, "I do. I need TV teeth." And he's like, "I'll give you TV teeth for like seven grand." And I was like, "Wow," because everyone wow. else was saying. Like yeah all these other grand yeah so i said i would do it and i went in and he did veneers and everything was fine until about maybe seven months ago one of my veneers popped out that was a whole thing then another one popped out that was a whole thing while i was in the dentist getting one fixed another fucking one popped out <sighs> i'm in the dentist getting fixed and i go and there's another one and they're like what and i was like it's about to and then it just like fell into my mouth but that's all <sighs> not this front tooth that's happened okay so I was like, maybe, maybe this is like four weeks ago. My fruit tooth feels kind of weird. And it's giving me a little bit of a list now. Tooth is feeling weird. I'm like, something's yeah. wrong. I started seeing somebody new. I don't know if we caught up about this, but me and my girlfriend broke up. Yeah, we know. Okay. Yeah. And then I started seeing someone kind of new. We're making out, making out. I'm like, something's not right. And she was like, you know, with you as a person. I was like, yes. And also my tooth. <laughs> like my head and my brain yeah. and my teeth. My heart and yeah. my soul. <laughs> So she, you have really nice teeth, by the way. Oh, thanks. They're like garbage teeth on the inside. Really? Just good on the outside. They yeah. look good. Thanks. So I was like, something's not right. The next day I go into the dentist and they said that I had fractured my tooth across the front. And because I had the veneer, it was like kind of like making it seem like it was more okay than it was. But the tooth was cleanly broken. But wait, wait, wait. Mm. Back up. When you get veneers, yeah. do they just grind your original teeth down yes. into little vampire teeth? Yes, exactly. Okay. So they look fucking crazy. You're like a little bat boy. Little like, bat boy. Yeah. The teeth are so not something that anyone should, that should never see the light of day. <laughs> right, right, And right. when the tooth cap, whatever it is, is off yeah. of them, the little vampire tooth like if wind touches it i feel it hurts. like it's painful because it's just close to your nerve close your nerve is nerve. exposed my nerve i feel so naked and exposed as a human yeah. being too because it's like yeah. just something that's not the wind isn't supposed to touch mm -hmm. guess how i actually broke this tooth though are you doing stand-up and it breaks are you masturbating no. <laughs> are you doing something weird are you just cooking or you watching i kind of wish it was any of those things right so they're like you must have had some trauma to your face and right when they said that i was like yeah i did I punched myself in the face during a boxing class. <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate that. Wait, yeah. wait, like by accident or they're like, now punch yourself in the face five times. Yeah. One, two, three. Specifically, you, Emma <laughs> yeah. Wilma, you talk too fucking yeah. much. But 
I so, love boxing classes. Wait, me too. But, yeah. So by accident, you just kind of swiped yourself a little. So there's a comedian named Sergio Chacon who also does boxing one on one. So I was doing a one on one with him, and we're buddies. So we were like talking, and I remember being kind of tired. It's towards the end, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Ha-? And I was, you know, that move where it's like you're doing your fist fast yeah. on your face. And I was like, "Wait, what happened about something?" And he said something, and I was like, "What?" And I clocked myself. Shit. Yeah. So, oh, mm. like you can't get over it because it's like you don't even you can't even yell at anybody about yeah. it. Yeah, who do I you get mad at? You're just looking in the mirror like you piece you of shit, which we already do anyway. Right, exactly. And it was like of all the times, and I had just lost my SAG insurance, so I didn't have any dental, and then I got it back like two weeks later. So it's like a, a whole emotional roller coaster. Oh yeah, when I first got to LA, I told him like I had seven cavities and like mm. four root canals to do and i was like hey, 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 how do i hey, hey, i don't even know and i had to get like a care credit card which really? is like specifically for dental work yes they were kind of yeah. starting to pitch that to me yeah and it took me like 10 years to pay it off for something why crazy it, like that why do they do that instead of just give you a normal credit card because i think it's specific with the interest it's like the interest is lower okay. because it's like medical a right. medical card it's okay. like a, an emergency card that makes sense dude that's hard tooth stuff is hard like tooth stuff i have constant dreams about because i have a couple like back ones that mm. fall like root canals that just kind of fall out randomly sometimes i don't even know what a root canal is well it's like when you're literally you have an infection on your root so they have to like grind your tooth down to a little vampire tooth oh, again God. and then get a cap on it <sighs> so a cap is like a veneer basically okay. but not as fancy mm-hmm. um but yeah they've i constantly have that problem where i'm like oh my tooth my teeth are gonna fall out a little like they totally. say that that's a vanity thing when you have tooth dreams. Really? Mm-hmm. It's ego, like vanity ego issues. I'm trying to think if I've had a tooth dream where my tooth has fallen out. I have, I'll have a dream. Oh, off. just real life? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just <laughs> mine's just your, in real life. I think I, I have a constant dream where I can't communicate and I'm with a bunch of people who everyone speaks a different language and there's a killer and I have to communicate who the killer is, but without the killer knowing. Dude, that's a total stand up. That's like a stand-up dream don't you think is it i mean that's how i analyze it i mean i'm not a like, dream analyzer right, 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 i don't have right. a certification Fair. but i feel like it's like you have to be the one that communicates to everyone yes that's true i actually never thought about that yeah you know like you're it has to go right. through you in order to, for it to be successful that's true i hadn't thought about that's that a scary thing it is a scary and then also performing comedy at night is overwhelming is that I what think, you feel overwhelmed i think about? i think it is like i don't i didn't think i understood the pressure of it that i felt every day like when i have a show tonight and i'm already like mm, like i can't really relax tonight like i can go home yeah. and have dinner and then i'm gonna go back out the door and i thought that i was gonna be like better about self-care I, I learned just it. couldn't uh, I learned it too yeah and I couldn't relate more to that yeah. like I really couldn't really and I thought for me that it was because I was back in New York so I was like okay this is like happening because I'm in New York and it's just New York is too much but I, I actually have implemented some self-care stuff more but the idea once you have a show and then realizing all the nerves and everything that goes into it even on like today's Tuesday like it's like a show on a Tuesday who cares like on a rooftop literally right like yeah. you're literally we are mm-hmm. literally standing we're outside we're in the elements and yet just the the something about that there's just like it's like your adrenaline and everything is focused on that and it's a lot it is and it's also like the, the fucking you know you the, the rat race yes. like you see all these people uh, doing it and yeah. you know I stopped comparing myself I really did like it took me years of therapy sure. and then now it's like well everybody's up I don't want to be one of the comics that's not up all the time at my club and blah 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 and like you know I I really am so fucking over it like I don't is there anything you can do to try to stop doing it because I had the same thing the other day I don't know I had to talk myself off the cliff yeah I'm kind of like with this podcast like I want it all get going and I I want to take everything that I've learned like about myself and self love and then it's like fucking out the door (laughs) out the door like literally you know when you take a cast off and the leg is all pale and smaller than the other leg that's what your self care is like that's me but right at least now. the self-care is there, at least is there and like open. 
I don't know, man. I was doing Zumba every other day, like feeling so healthy, like feeling so rested. Like I'd go home, smoke a spliff, mm-hmm. cook a really nice dinner for you myself. You could have a routine. That was yeah. amazing. I love having routine. routine. Routine and then also not ha- not being, not looking around what other people are doing was like one of the most incredible things I've ever experienced. I know, like the FOMO was like kind of gone. Mm-hmm. I really miss it. And I mean, we're, this is all, by the way, we do it to ourselves. Oh, oh, it's like, 100%. why are we so masochistic? Yeah, and also, because it also truly just doesn't matter and there was like there was this one person that i used to always get triggered by where i'm like this motherfucker which is oh yeah you gotta mute i muted so many people over gotta mute me too i had muted but then i was seeing them around new york and then i was like you know what this has just so nothing to do with them compare and despair and i gave myself a thing where i was like i'm just gonna let myself walk on this one block and then any thought I have about this person, I just cannot have off this block. There's an actress who is in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Gabrielle Ruiz. Mm, she's and great. She's great. Yeah. And she was like, that's what I do after an audition. I give myself the block to ruminate about the audition. So I have a block to like ruminate about someone that bothers me. That That's a whole other thing. It's like auditions thing. is a whole other ah, thing too. Don't even get me ah, started. Because, are ah. you doing the self-tapes like at home? I had been doing self-tapes and then I started going in and doing them um, it like going. If I'm somewhere where I can yeah. go in and do it, I'll do it. But I started doing self-tapes and I got something to a self-tape. Thank God. That's incredible. I've yeah. never, ever, ever. You will. <sighs> Someday. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah. When I got it through the self-tape. Yeah. Because I, I don't think I had gotten anything through an audition in like a year and a half, two years. Yeah. So when they were like, yes, when can you film? This was maybe mm, two weeks ago. At first I was like, go fuck yourself. Like I didn't believe that it, you know what I'm saying? You'll get something through a self I don't have the belief in it. And I think they're like, my agents are exhausted where I'm like, you guys, this is draining everything out of me. They're like, we don't know what to tell you. You just got to keep running through the mud and like hopefully some spaghetti sticks to the wall. You Wait, know? But I feel like you've been, you just did a Pizza Hut commercial. No, that was from like years and years and uh, years ago. I posted because I talked about it on the podcast. Uh, my hair is like down to my waist. Yeah, I got confused. That was a wig. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. What happened, Jay? You look so young there. So supple. Was that from yesterday? No, 10 years ago. I told the story about how like they changed my call time. So I was like basically like all coked out from the night before. And I was like, and my hands are like, pizza hot, pizza hot. It was crazy. They're like, she fucking loves this pizza. Yeah, they're like, they, she is so yeah. excited about pizza. We went to somebody's house to deliver the pizza, and they were not Spanish, but they told me they were. So I'm like, hola! And they're all looking at me. And I'm um, like, they were not very friendly. And then I figured out at the end, it's because they were not Spanish at all. Do you know what they were? I have no idea. Were they even people of color? They were like, you know, maybe like Filipino, like a little tan. Right. And so you know. they fucked up, but then they put it on you. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. Hey. I it's feel, a lot. Yeah, I, it's a lot. It's a lot. Like, I think... I think we all make it look very easy, but mm. it's a lot because it's also like every time you do anything that's creative, it's a little bit of yourself. You know, it's 100%, a little bit of your heart. 100% totally. You know, and I think the only way I can compare it to people who are normies, I my boyfriend hates it when I say normies, mm. but normies, you know what I'm talking about? People that aren't giving their souls away every day. Mm. It's like, imagine you're doing an interview for a job that you really want, but right. like multiple times a day. <laughs> right, totally. Just, and you're interviewing and the job that you want is literally some version of you. It's right. not you're just like, I'm doing it for this. Like, it's like you are the, I don't know. Maybe normal people feel that way too, though. I don't know. Maybe they do like on an everyday basis. Like if they don't do the right things, like, right. Yeah, they feel like, oh. but you come from a really tiny town. We were like yes, looking I up did. your town. He told me the population. Was it 2,500? It is. Is that too creepy that Wait, we know that? No, but do you get weirded out when people know things about you? Because like, okay. No, I like it. Okay, okay. <laughs> because sometimes I'll say something on like Instagram stories. Yeah. And someone will reference it. I'm like, how did you know that? How did you find out? Oh, you told me. Like you, you said it on your Instagram story. And I'm like, oh. Like that always. But yeah, yeah. That it, that's just, you did. Yeah, that's 2,500 people. Blue wow, Maine. That's insane. Tiny. That's a tiny, teeny. When did you figure out that you wanted to do stand up? 
Okay, so it was, I was always interested in entertainment because it was like a window to a bigger world. And then when my parents got divorced, my dad got cable. So I started watching, sh- I was like, Wait, oh my God. Wait, did you God. not grow up with cable as a kid? No, because my parents are such hippies. Whoa. Super hippie. Were your parents hippies at all? Yeah, they yeah. were hippies, but I like lived in front of the TV. I did too once yeah. I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, once yeah. I got it, I was like, I used to watch 106 in Park. Did you ever watch that? No, I don't know what that oh is. Oh my God. It was like TRL, but it was on BET and I was obsessed uh, with it. Okay, okay. I, I do know that. I was I was into TRL. I obsessed was, yeah i was like carson daly yes yum i didn't have a crush on him but i loved him like i wanted to be him yes and then also kind of date him i weird. totally understand that yeah all my boyfriends in high school i felt like that was like the relationship <laughs> a little bit which is like and then as i got older i like put it together more but i didn't even watch comedy until i think right after college and then i was i knew i wanted to do something in entertainment i just didn't know what but i was thinking i wonder if i knew what it was actually like to do entertainment if i would still go for it and yes i would i think do you feel that way? Sometimes I go back and forth. I go back and forth a lot. Because it's been really difficult. Yeah, and I know I'm catching on a day yeah. when you're like, yeah, I'm on so a day overwhelmed. Where, yeah. Like, what, if you ask me that when I'm on stage holding a mic telling jokes, yes. Oh right. my God, yes. But uh, everything else, oh, I don't know, man. It's really self-destructive. It's so self-destructive. Yeah. Also, it's easier for me to be combat right now because I'm in LA for three days. I'm not, three or four days, I'm not doing any shows. I'm seeing someone I've been dating, so I feel like I'm getting, like, space. Like, even not having a show last night and tonight and knowing I don't have one tomorrow... I feel great. But isn't that crazy? It's like, all we want to do is get more shows, get more shows, right. and then the second we have them, I'm like, why did I do this to myself? Why like, did I? It, I just want to have a taco night. Just a taco night. Just, you know just I mean? one fucking, like, I had a, sh- uh, there was like two Tuesdays ago where I had three shows, and the first one went great, so like I was, or in my, or I felt great for whatever reason, yeah. who fucking knows, and then I took a taxi to over to the other one, and I was like, I don't care, like whatever, and then that show didn't go well, and then I was really depressed and became hyper aware of what I was doing, and then I don't drink anymore, I wanted to get drunk. Like it was a mess. Oh, so you're not drinking anymore. How long no. is, how, what's that? Is that a new thing? It's about, I haven't been drinking for maybe like six or seven months and That's it was definitely, time. it's a long time. It was definitely like self-care because I used to use that as a buffer. I, no, I wouldn't drink too, I wouldn't really drink too much at comedy clubs, but I would use it as a buffer to like just life. Like it was like, there was so many habits I had that just like weren't like, like now my big one that is healthy is getting my steps in. Do you get steps? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta change it. Yeah, I got to the point where I was like obsessed with working out. That was yeah. like kind of my, but I'm a total pothead. Like if really? I don't smoke too many days in a row, mm. ooh boy. What like, happens? What I'm happens? Like, I don't, I don't, don't, I don't know. I black out. I okay. literally just go through these points of like, what happened? It's been four days. Like I feel so bad for my partner. Honestly, like Does he I smoke. He smokes with me. Yeah. yeah. Like. Uh, but we quit drinking like really oh, for great. a while, and Fantastic. that's when he got like the twelve pack. Yeah, like, but it, it does help. Drinking does make me like a little bit depressed. Drinking is a depressant, and also I noticed I would get like irritated because I would drink at least something almost every night, and then on four or five days, like my coping skills, which are already similar to your way you describe yours, like the muscles not worked. Me, me having the pause time to like think and process and health and coping skills. <sighs> you know it's it, the muscle's very small the muscle is i feel like we tooth. should go through we should go, oh yeah right perfect we should go through like COVID every once in a while like we need to take these months off you know I what i mean agree Where i'm surprised like, you're like brave enough to say that is that horrible i don't no, I, mean, I, I don't mean, want like I, thousands of people to die i don't want people to <laughs> lose yeah. their parents no of course of course but like, COVID without yeah. the COVID. yeah like i need the universe to take break. i mean yes. that way that way we work with pollution sure that way we take mental breaks because mm-hmm. like honestly if before the pandemic you told me like hey nobody's going to be performing you're not going to be performing you should just take a break i still wouldn't have done it oh likewise yeah like, totally it, it takes a pandemic totally. and complete isolation mm-hmm. for me to like take care of myself that seems like a crazy thing it's totally cr- i mean also it's like you know it's a built-in boundary 
which we don't have with in the in the arts quote unquote there's no built-in boundary because it's like you could always be doing something somewhere something, something oh i could always something. be editing a fucking video to put on instagram yeah do you mind <laughs> watching your stand-up or does it make you cringe i hate listening to my voice i love your voice i really appreciate that yeah thank you hi fucking when i listen to my voice i'm like mm. well, what do you want it to be more like like um, do you want to like you're like i want more of a deeper tone voice I don't know, actually. Maybe it's not my voice so much as like what I say. Like it's just also with my material. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I get it. Like I fucking heard this. Like, but so nobody's heard it. That's true. I have the I same feeling. That. I forget. I know. That like sometimes. I hate even when like this weekend one guy from the earlier show came mm, to the later oh show, no, and I kept thinking every time I would do a new sh- a joke, I'd be like, that's <laughs> like I literally only focus on the one fucking guy. And he's like, I just I really like you, and I wanted to see another show. And right. you're like, well, you know, go, like what the fuck's your problem then? Like honestly, you're just trying to ruin everything for but me. But I'm like that. I'm like, you know, you don't have to come see my show. You don't come to the I'm show. I'm like, you could go to dinner. Yeah, there's so many other things you could do <laughs> that don't. And then also online, you're like, hey, guys, come to my show, please come to the show. <laughs> yeah. But no one I know like don't come if there's any like accountability yeah there I had a couple that stayed for a later show too and I was like I just want you guys to know that sometimes comedians repeat some of their material and they're like okay we don't owe them anything we don't and yet and I did kind of <laughs> switch it around for them but I was like kept, like looking up and they were fucking hammered too like they were like just so drunk and they were trying to hook up and I was like just internalizing them being like yeah clearly she's not as prolific yes. a writer you know we, know, thought, we know this joke we right. heard it we thought she was one thing, but she's clearly not. Like, this is a big mistake. Like, you're not a good... And I was... I wanted just to be like, yeah, writing's a long, tedious process. Which it's brings, hard. brings you to the huge question. Mm. For comics, like, the egg or the chicken came first. Like, mm. were we born these super insecure, crazy, manic people who need validation from strangers? Or, like, did we develop that as a coping mechanism for whatever trauma happened to us as a kid? I really don't know. And I wonder about yeah. that. But I do know if I can say I've had the like clear moments of I don't know if it's clarity or introspection or what, but I've had these like piercing moments of like, I don't know, insight into dysfunction mm-hmm. where I sincerely believe that if I hadn't had this one stepmom that I had for years, it was between the ages of eighth grade and high school. If I hadn't had that stepmom and she was so awful to me, I don't think I would have done stand up because <gasps> I don't think I would have been so comfortable being uncomfortable. And I was an overweight Whoa. kid. So I was overweight. See, fat kid, we were talking about that. Were you ever fat Hot, kid? No, but I was super skinny. I had like ah, the opposite. And like, I was mean used, about that. Yeah. Like, that's. Yeah, maybe that is a thing. It's a thing because yeah. you, you're comfortable, not comfortable, but you're used to the discomfort of being an outsider. I'm comfortable in rejection. Co- I'm so comfortable in rejection. Sometimes I have a hard time even picturing the good thing because 100%. I'm like, I know how this is going to go. Yep. And that that's not good. I it's really believe good. in energy and like Me putting too. out vibration. So yes. then, but then I get into the like, oh, I ruined this because I'm already thinking bad thoughts. Like, I'm I feel so scared because yeah. I have a continual bad thought that I feel like I'm constantly manifesting. I have this vision of myself this is bad, drunk in Florida at the seedy fucking bar watching a TV and there's some fucking heinous person next to me like chain smoking and I'm trying to bum a cigarette and there's someone on TV and for some fucking reason I turn I'm like oh I used to work in entertainment like I, I had a I used to be managed by Barry Katz one time and they're like who's that I'm like doesn't fucking matter and then I take a bunch of shots <laughs> and then want to go die under a bridge and then I'm like hey you want another drink I fucking bartend at the bar <laughs> Jane <laughs> oh my god yeah remember when I used to yeah. bartend at the comedy yeah. store right. yeah I got back into yeah. it and we both are like you know i but i picture that fear and then i'm like oh i'm manifesting the fucking fear and yeah 
I get but the thing scared. is like we're already not that you know, I think that's yeah. something we have to remember. Right. Like, and that have, may be okay. Maybe it wouldn't yeah. even be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Like, it's like, maybe that's what you wanted. Yeah. Maybe you were starting for a part. I mean, who knows? True, 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 true. And then you add fucking our eggs and babies and like that timeline sure. for us. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Guys ever have to think about this shit. Do you think you want to have kids? Lately, like I want to say for the last like few days, I do. <laughs> it's a new development, everybody. Wait, what Get me pregnant already. <laughs> what about the... <laughs> Okay, this what is about, what happened. What about the last few days? Maybe you want to have a baby? Okay, this is I what thought happened. Last... Breakdown the last few days. Okay, maybe that's part of it. Right. I, I get a baby. In you, gotta, here. You, you, you gotta get a baby. Well, you know, like if you have a pregnancy past the age of thirty-four, they call it a geriatric pregnancy. Damn. So that's Sounds like yikes! Harsh. I'm few years past that. Right. Um, the soul of a seventeen-year-old, and honestly, my asshole is as tight as a fifteen-year-old. God bless. Not that I see a lot of assholes that young, but I feel it. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. My hair is virginal and so is like the deep inside of my butthole. I am such a huge proponent of doing butt stuff to people. It's yeah. what I feel sets me apart as a lover. If I can humbly say there's ever an opportunity for me to be set apart as a lover, I feel that when I vibe best with someone, I need to have access to doing butt stuff. I agree. Butt yeah. stuff's great. Mm. I just don't know that I want like a, a like a, a penis going in and in. in, 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 in. I've only I mean? done that where I put... Uh, <laughs> 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 that was a good penis impression. <laughs> <laughs> I put uh, I'll do I'll do tongue fingers on someone's butt I've only used a strap on on someone's butt um, I think I, I, the person do you that, have a butt strap on and a pussy strap no, on no I was using like a full blown like kind of like normal cock size strap on but this person I had already been fucking them in the butt with you know that sex toy the rabbits of course what yeah, well, oh, I was putting that in her ass. I, I grew up with Sex in the City. How dare you? Right. So I, so which I've actually never even watched an episode of that show. You're kidding me. Now. Oh my god, ah. it's like the only show that I've seen. Like, ah, uh, there was an episode the other day where she was really upset about this guy having a tiny dick. Made me mm. laugh so hard. It's still really funny because it's so inappropriate. Sure. Like, and it's like these women that are clearly like in their forties, right. playing like tw- you know broke twenty year olds right. in New York. Um, right. I, how did you pick your strap on? Because I have a couple lesbian friends and they have a fight about this all the time. They're a married couple. They've been together for a long time. My, one of them is like the one, the bottom Mm -hmm. is like, I want you to have a smaller dick. Like, Mm. cause I just, you know, like I'm into women and it's more comfortable for me. And like, I'm good with it. He hits my G spot. Then my friend who's the top, (laughs) she's a tall girl. And she's like, well, it looks weird when I have a tiny dick. And when I imagine my dick, this is how big it Mm. is. So they have to have like nights where it's the tiny dick and the big dick. They have to like switch it out. Interesting. How did you pick yours? Is it like the color of your skin? I got fucking tons of them. So the so the most recent person I with I was the, my last relationship we weren't sexual for like I'd say after like a couple months we like just stopped having sex. That's not fun. It's not fun. And sex is indicative of so many other things. So this time around with relationship stuff, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna not deny the fact that I'm kinky. I'm not gonna deny that sex is super important to me. But all my kinky sexual relationships okay they're in one bracket this is part of the self-care stuff i kind of was learning about with covid kinky sexual relationships one bracket spiritual relationships another bracket and i never put them together Mm. which was a way to avoid intimacy and so then now i'm like i have to have the end where i can like talk to the person and it's spiritual and good but they're also super kinky to the point where i was like i want them to exist on like 
for lack of a better term, I mean, with full respect to the term, Horror Island without me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I want them to be like, I'm on Horror Island. I'm like looking at porn. Like you, you do whatever it is about you. I'm not into this stuff because of you. I like it myself. If right, there was right. a zombie apocalypse, I want the girl's third thought to be, how am I going to get fucked? Do these zombies <laughs> She's just have dicks? coming towards you? Yeah. <laughs> do these zombies have dicks because I need to get banged out. She's going to be one of those zombies that ends up in like a leather outfit. And yes. that's who she is for the yes. rest of her zombie life. Yes, that's what I want. <laughs> but so I, this time I have a bunch of different ones because we've been doing it was like me trying to get comfortable with having them again yeah but i kind of think for your friends it's probably whoever is getting penetrated should pick the size of it and then to build the bridge they do some type of play maybe she could like jerk her off or like sit in her lap with her i feel like they just gotta pick a straw you like think? whatever night yeah because it's like here we go baby oh and trade back and forth yeah you gotta yeah. just like it's part of the fun like and now we roll the dice to right. see how big my dick is tonight. right we got a whole now do they do butt stuff because i feel like a lot of lesbians don't do butt. no stuff. they don't do butt. Yeah. All, none of my lesbian friends trib either or scissor Wait, what's trib tribbing is like basically just rubbing your clits together oh yeah i, I can't have a name yeah so that's like the kind of porn i watch oh i, love I never watched porn. lesbian porn you couldn't kill you couldn't pay me what and you don't know how much porn i watch let me tell you the amount of fucking porn i watch fucking i watch like so much i've been watching muscle bear daddy porn <laughs> i like that too i, I like love that too. there's just muscle bear yeah. there's some kind of muscle bear thing i just came across and the daddy is so convincing and authentic in it give this man a fucking award i sincerely believe i love that. he cares for any one of those little guys he's pounding out and he is a star yeah he if is you don't a care about the butthole you're pounding it's like why am i watching this this show is supported by state farm insurance is a part of any solid financial plan Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. I love, it's all about the desire and the energy yeah. and make it verbal. And this man, I've come to this man like maybe like 42 times. Wow. I, you know what? Have you ever felt like when you meet someone, like I met, <laughs> I won't say the name, but like a heartthrob from the 90s. And I was like, I just have to tell you, like I masturbated to you <laughs> so much. Like, but like so many important times, you know what I mean? Mm. Like the, some of the first times. Right. Oh, like, formative. I was yeah. like, I think I might've had, I might've had an orgasm to you. Like you were the first guy, one of the wow. first guys. And he was like, I get that a lot. Really? He was like, I get that a lot. Did it was see- Andrew Keegan, okay? It was Andrew Keegan. <laughs> I don't know who that is. What? Camp Nowhere? Mm, I know that name. I know Andrew Keegan name. Yeah. I know Camp Nowhere name. No, he's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's funny because uh, I also had some porn stars that I was like fans of. I became yes. like Jenna Hayes was like one of my favorite porn stars. I know that stars. name. She's got like a really... Mm. That's Andrew Keegan right there. Oh, sure. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he was in what so many things. And such a sweetheart. Um, yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah, if I yes. ever met Jonathan Taylor Thomas, oh I would my God. I would feel uncomfortable because I, love, I was so into him. Like, I love Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I love where him. Where is he? What does he do now? I know exactly what he's up to. Okay, tell me. I don't know. I know. Did he go to Harvard? He I went think- to Harvard and then he's like owns a business. And that's actually all I know, but I think he's married. And I love him. Mm. I love that for him that he fucking went to Harvard after being still being Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Like where he lives, like I'd love to swing by. 
I love to see what's going by. by. I love an update. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Hey, do you still have that bull haircut? Yeah, that really like, worked for me. Yeah, back in the day, I loved. I mean, I I don't know if he's on Instagram, but no, I've looked. He isn't. No, I've looked. He, or it's like a super hidden name, but I'm mm. constantly like trying to connect. Totally. You know? Just to see like where are they now? I miss that show. They should do that show again. Where are they now? I loved Where Are They Now. Yeah. I did a deep dive on because also the other thing too is with social media now, we're used to being able to keep tabs on people that we have no business keeping tabs on. Exactly. So we feel the rug is pulled out from under us with, you know, these people that were in our lives and now we're like, where's the update? Also with so- with social media over COVID, we had so much time to be just like I was just on Instagram and TikTok a lot. And now what if I try to have my it's fucking up my Instagram TikTok schedule having to be out and about. It's so much work. It's, it's just so much work. I watched a documentary the other day. Do you know who Cameron Dallas is? No. Have you ever heard of him? Do you mm. know him? So I okay, so I never knew these kids, by the way. They're like the super famous kids on YouTube. Like and they became oh, famous yeah, so like famous. when YouTube first started. Like sure. and when Instagram first started. And that's like mega, mega, mega fame in a way that I think we just missed like being that being like inundated with that. I can yeah, no. If I put anything that's comedic and it's not my ass or my tits forget it <laughs> barely any likes but like so he figured out how to do this thing called MagCon, which mm. is a meet and greet con where like these huge fans of theirs would come and they would do like a concert where they're all kind of like singers too mm-hmm. they bring a dj and i'm talking about like listomania like just hundreds and thousands of kids like wow. gr- screaming girls like oh my god and they're all like these virtual boyfriends for these girls hmm. i was so fascinated by the whole thing because i'm on this like whole kick of like misogyny and hmm. how like it finally i finally understand how it's like, affected me and suppressed me as a comedian hmm. and i'm like oh my god if fucking girls did that we'd be called sluts because it's like basically like if we're girlfriends to guys, you know what I mean? So they will explicitly say we're like your boyfriend? No, but they'll like go take a photo with them and they'll like kiss him on the cheek and do these photos where but they're like around them. And then they'll like talk to them like, you but- like you you helped me get through like the suicide and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. Like they have these intimate relationships. I, I feel like they have no, that's like if they're, they have to be that way. You know what I mean? Like they like, they're probably maybe not, it's like playing boyfriend I don't know. That's all. That's. I mean, it's, it's a weird, creepy thing. Yeah. And, but th- with that, also, they take a lot of their like the fans' bullshit onto sure, them. You know? Absolutely. But it was just like the whole thing was so fascinating because they they do these things and they meet like four hundred women in one day. Damn, that's exhausting. Crazy. So, so exhausting. all these dudes are just like drained and like the sure. tour managers keep quitting because they're like the kid threw food at me again because right. they're like right. teenagers, you know. Right. And they're making more money than anybody I know. Can't even fucking imagine. And this was in real life or it was all virtual. This is all uh, real life, the meeting, the meet and greets where like these huge, like where the venues were like, couldn't even take the capacity of people and they're like badly produced. So, so girls are like getting crushed in right. the audience and stuff. Like <laughs> she down, I've she never, gone. I've never loved someone that I would get crushed. I like, if, do you like, would I you ever know. stand in line? I don't know. If we found out Jonathan Taylor Thomas was downstairs <laughs> right now, I feel like I'd, I wouldn't even need to hit you or you, but I'd like hit you on the way out. But you know what? Like, Get over But it. don't you want to be cool? Like, you don't want to be one of those like, ah! you want to be like, hey, what's up? I think if Jonathan Taylor Thomas was, no, I would run down to go find him. JTT squirt squirt, babe. I'd be like, just to be like, I, I mean, I saw, I got so starstruck. I remember when I saw Shanti, that's what someone who did it for me. <laughs> Only because it was so like, I feel like with comedians, okay, now I've seen, you know, I like, you see, like just the other night at, the cellar there was sebastian and ray romano actually Uh i haven't told this story anywhere and this just happened Ooh, fun so sebastian it was saturday night and i I, I was like killing time so i'm like sitting at this back the back table the upstairs at the cellar now they do shows at it oh cool so it's cool it's loud though so it's not like a table where you can like sit and hear people so i see sebastian come in and they like put him 
he's like sitting right next to me and he makes a comment about the coffee and i was like oh yeah something something about coffee pause i've like replayed this a lot he i said so my manager reg works used to work with his manager judy so i said I work with Reg, who used to work with Judy, and he said, oh, nice to meet you, I'm Sebastian. And I was like, mm-hmm, and he was like, it's like, good to meet you, Reg. And then I was like, oh, because it was really loud, and I was like, oh, he thinks I just said my name was Reg. <laughs> and so then my face like was turning beet red, and I was like, actually, my name's Emma, and I was like, but I work with Reg. And he was like, oh, thank you. And I was like, but, um, you know, the transgender community thanks you for being so cool with that exchange. And then him and I both giggled, and I was like, yeah. ah! Yeah, in my head and then yeah. I was like it was so great to meet you and he was like bye Reg I mean Emma and I was like bye, yeah, bye. we have and a then, thing we have a little we have a thing yeah. <laughs> and then I left and was like oh shit oh shit because I love him too me too I'm that's my number one fan that's he's my number so, one so I love his physicality I think he's so fucking funny and yeah we're together we're together now I uh, love him Reg and I uh, that's I so funny him. to have like a little moment you know I was starstruck by him but yeah. I w- it wasn't like I would have screamed or like also you'll see like you know just comedians for some reason they don't make me have a visceral reaction right but ashanti i saw her backstage somewhere and she went by in a little golf cart and it was <laughs> like you felt it you're like, i oh. felt it and it was backstage yeah. so it's like really not where you're supposed to freak because it's like you're supposed to be backstage it's supposed to be like hey if you cross this line you're cool right Some valid yeah but we but I saw her go by in the golf cart and I like kind of at the speech she was going by I was like I'm a huge fan you're gonna be great this is absolutely awesome I'm so happy to get to see you while she was like going <laughs> and she didn't stop and she didn't look and I was like you really are gonna be great like I like big fan I want to animate that just like okay bye <laughs> nothing and then the security guard just looked at me and went really and I was like I grew up you know watching her and have, she, have you yeah. felt people be starstruck with you like have you ever felt somebody looking at you and you can tell that they recognize you but like it's, they don't want to say anything. It's happened like a small handful of times and it's really, it is really weird. It's very, it's just such an interesting energy and I so appreciate it, but I want to be like, whatever you think it is, it's not that. Like there's no reason to be this, ex- but I understand because when you see someone mediated, like through media, then it's like they stop. I went to school for media studies and I didn't learn a lot, but I remembered <laughs> them talking about things like this. Yeah. I know that's not helpful. But no, I, but you know what? I, but haven't you had that thing where they look at you and they like, yes. they think they recognize you from like right. life and then they realize like, oh no. And you're right. like, hey, it's just me. Dude. It's just me. Yay. Have you ever thought someone was recognizing you from TV, but then they weren't, but you were like, oh, I'm, I was actually like on TV. And then they were like, no, I just. You. They're like, actually, you're sitting on my desk. Yeah, yeah. Could you move? You're right. Like, oh, sorry. Have you had that happen? before uh yeah probably yeah Yeah. where i've definitely i've said thank you to someone too quickly like before they even say the thing they're like actually i just um you unlock the door so i just needed you to look it back up oh good yeah sorry about that sorry about about that that. yeah that happened this person they were looking at me they're like do i know you from somewhere and i was like um i was i did a i did this like web thing recently or i was on crazy ex-girlfriend and they were like you were at Newark last week and I was like I was at Newark last week <laughs> yeah I was and they were like okay that's what it was and I was like All right, I also have know. that thing where if I see a person like once even in passing and I like acknowledge it mm. I'll recognize them forever just and then I always person literally like a fa- mm. I'm just like wink. and I think men have don't have that because mm. Cam oftentimes will be like is that the same girl as that girl I'm like totally different women totally so I do different what he women. does I do that too really yeah I do that too it's not good it's not good. It's, it's like really a facial bad. recognition thing. I just. Yeah, it's a big problem because it yeah. sometimes can come across as real problematic. You know what I mean? Well, but you don't mean to. You know, I'm. Don't I don't mean to, but it can be. Sometimes with names, it can be hard, but I'm names. one of those people like, hey, I'm so sorry. I forgot your name. Like, I'm such a pothead. Like, right. just tell it to me. You yeah, know? that's a good way to throw it. Maybe I'll start saying it's because I'm dyslexic. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm dyslexic. I yeah, was in special blame it on ed. something. Give too much info so they feel bad for me. Wait, you were in special ed? Tell us about that. <laughs> 
I mean, because I was ESL. You were? Yeah, English as a second language. Yeah, which is basically the same thing. But you were in ESL. Yeah, because I didn't speak any English when I moved to, from Brazil. Oh wow, yeah. interesting. We didn't have ESL in rural Maine because it wouldn't have applied. Yeah, the half a person who's an immigrant there, there. wasn't. So there were there no <gasps> none. Not wow. a one that I knew of. Wow, that's not a so one. fun. When I mean, was, maybe some move. Who was like the first ethnic person you met? Do you, was it a moment? Like, <gasps> it were was, there any black people? There was two black kids at my elementary school. Oh and God. Anthony and his brother, they were twins, adopted yeah. twins. And then in high school, Sebastian and Danny and Keisha and Lakeisha. And I think Keisha that was and Lakeisha? Yeah. Are they, are they also related? Not related at oh, all. Okay, I was going to say, I was like, no, my no. mom really yeah. needs to veer out. Stacked it against <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Keisha and uh, Lakeisha. Lakeisha, Lakeisha, yeah. <laughs> There was Keisha and Lakeisha. Yeah. And I, th- I swear to God, I think that was maybe it. Wow. But I remember, and there was a kid, Roger, a town over. But I remember one summer driving down a hill and I saw a woman of color like walking up the hill. And I was just like, it stuck out to me so much and I called my mom and was like this is such a weird thing for me to even note and she was like I know Nancy like yes Nancy just called me she actually works at the store up the street she's like do you see a black woman walking on the street and I was like I did it was just interesting in Maine she's like yeah yeah she works at the store and I was like okay not anything in any direction and then that was the conversation but can you imagine like the pressure like when you're one of those few people like oh Jesus I can't even I mean she was probably like what the fuck but I I, I remember then when I went to college, I felt like I knew that I didn't know anything about race. So I wasn't coming in with like preconceived. I was like, I'm a white idiot. Like, like, like how please. do I deconstruct yeah, this? Teach. Where did you yeah. go to school? Simmons. And then I, it's Simmons in Boston. I went yeah. to grad school in New York at the new school. But I don't remember. I didn't learn anything. I'm an so idiot. I went to Emerson. Yeah. I'm like, I think I breathed a lot. I wanted to go to Emerson so fucking bad. Dude, it was a good school for me because I was just figuring out like a lot of sexuality sure. stuff and a lot of creativity stuff. And it like really, I don't remember learning anything except... Mm. Just like hustle, like the business of acting was really. So you studied good. acting. Yeah, I said mm. I went for. Uh, well, uh, it was like I wanted to do musical theater. Really, that was Ooh. my first passion. Wow. But uh, I the used mu- to fucking hate musical theater. I'm gonna make you sing. So you no better offense get ready. and full respect. <laughs> But I used to fuck. I don't know what it is. I just people either love it or hate it. Yeah, it's like one it's of those like things. There's not like meh. I feel medium about right. it. It's like I love it so fucking much. <sighs> like I hear spoken like spoken words singing. Something happens to like my nipples get hard immediately. Really? Yeah, I'm I'm releasing my special as a musical. <laughs> that could actually be totally incredible. So I hope it's good. That could we'll be, yeah, <laughs> that could be really, doing a, that, that really could be incredible. And I appreciate yeah. musical theater. Like, I love going to see a play. I mean, yeah. I was on set at Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, but that was re-triggering some of the trauma of elementary school when I would get in trouble for not singing because, like, they tried to have me in a dance number. And because of the dyslexia, I had to get cut. And it was a dance number with fucking kids. So the kids were doing it. And I, because it's like left, right, left, right, flying choreographer, couldn't do it. So I got cut. So but I you know what? They got to they gotta teach you in a different way. Like, yeah. that's what it is. Like, it shouldn't always be numbers. Wow. You just had a shit teacher. She was actually really amazing and like no. specialized with working with like people yeah. that like don't know how to dance and have like learning disability. Like she was an absolutely incredible. So it was like, oh, if you can't with her, then and she was also teaching the kids and like I was supposed to literally just go like left, left, right, right. And I was like knocking into the kids. It was like a lot of pressure. But at least you know what it is. Like now that you know what the drama is, sure. can't we slight start to like pull it away from the brain? <sighs> I, I saw, look, I saw this thing the other day. It was so like it was like a Facebook 
bullshit video mm. but it was like a mom with two little kids and she takes a piece of paper and she's like okay bully this piece of paper say mean things to this piece of paper mm. so they'd be like you're fat and she would like crumple it you know mm. and every comp- every bad thing she would crumple until the piece of paper was just crumpled up in a little ball and then mm. she goes okay now apologize to this piece of paper and she opens it back up and it's Damn. all wrinkled and she goes this is why you don't say mean things this is why you don't bully because hmm. like we're all just wrinkled up pieces of paper Absolutely. trying to figure out how to like smooth ourselves out that was beautiful isn't that kind of I was like, wow, this is this would work. I would teach my yeah. kid that. I wonder if there's a way that you could apply that to feeling less stressed about doing stand up again, where it's like feeling all the pressure, like take all the pressure of stand up and acting auditions and put them on that paper and then open it up. But then I guess it'd be like, fuck. I know, fuck. Again. It's all, yeah. No, but my thing is like, I shot a short film this week and yep, I haven't been on fantastic. set. Yeah. And it was so exciting. But then I went home and was watching Mayor of whatever, like the Kate Winslet show is incredible. Mm-hmm. So good. Everyone's so good. And I just, couldn't stop the negative thoughts of like you were shit this weekend you know what it could be too? Bad. also the high of being on set because i got really depressed yeah. after i mean this sounds like you go I mean, whoop, whoop. just so we're yeah. clear we're really not trying to be assholes and all just so yeah. lucky to be on set for something but we're so lucky after i was on set for i felt really depressed like yeah. I, like it was like the supercharge of the filming and like the structure of the schedule and everything and then afterwards i was like wait and then you start rethinking you know what i mean i was like i was garbage i was garbage and then of course like the first few times that i did it for the wide like i couldn't get the lines and it's so much pressure and it's quiet and we were working with a kid so we like mm. only had enough time and I feel like I found it and in the edit it will be good but like and that's acting people can't get the lines and act I mean people like retake acting exactly every single person you can see a confident actor being like line and then they get the line the first time I saw someone do that I was like I don't know we're allowed to do that oh yeah the script is there for you but I just I have like I need to let go of the perfectionism thing I I don't know where it stems from I think it's because I didn't speak the language I think that's my trauma right I didn't speak the language it's like I couldn't do any of it now that and I had some things that I could really do well and those things like really kept me afloat Mm. but I gotta fucking let it go because it's like I think I need to be more vulnerable it's crippling Crippling. it's crippling at this point like I'm so anxious all the time like I'm not enjoying any of this fun stuff with stand up I'm so anxious all the time and I feel like a fraud and I I've I'm 100% convinced my, See, chakra, my chakras are blocked. This is good. I have no doubt my oh, chakras are all chi? fucked up. You've got bad yeah. chi. And I think that's part of it. I think that my chakras are blocked, so I'm not being authentic and I'm not being my true self. I don't even care what I'm talking about and I need to, I don't need to unblock them. I but, know. I'm like, are you doing new material? I'm doing a lot of old material now and I don't care anymore. I just have to change it to like, so I'm at a party the other day. Yeah. <laughs> sore subject in the heart about the new material yeah oh, i mean sorry. i'm trying sorry no, 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 i know no, not at all because for I'm me trying. i haven't talked to anyone I'd like yeah for me i'm trying to write new material i'm trying but it's so like, hard can i not do all covid material it's like, so hard oh. i'm trying so hard to write new material me too and it's like really it's and it, i'm trying it's hard and i don't have an opener to address how i look so i'm using like old openers and then maybe i don't even need to but what i know it? well we all have that thing it's <laughs> like everybody thinks i'm a jew that's yeah. mine yeah I, maybe that's what I should start opening with. <laughs> hey, just everybody really thinks throw I'm them a off, and they'll yeah. be like, "Do they?" And I'm like, "That's what I thought. You guys thought anyway." So, what do you think it was that made you want to have a baby? My niece being born. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. also yeah, in this movie, yeah. there was a girl who played my daughter, and she looked. And, oh god! And she was wearing an outfit that was just like we like matched, and she looked just like me. And like there was a, a studio of teacher. Of course, wanted to have a baby. Yeah. So you, we're playing having a baby in that. Yeah. Oh my god. So then, yeah. and like in between takes, she'd be like, "Can I?" Tell and then she would like whisper and she'd be like, you're so pretty. Let's cuddle later. And I was like, oh, my God. It was she's like four. So right. it wasn't like creepy. He's Dylan's giving me a face like, why does this baby want to cuddle with the you? cuddle? 
But they're cute. They're like, you know, she looked older than she is, too. So he's not into it. He's not into he it at all. He's not into that at all. We know why Dylan doesn't want to have kids because yeah. the cuddling, I guess. He hates touching sweet little children. I guess, well, that sounded weird. So, yeah. No, it's like a sweet little baby. No, it's just a sweet little baby. I guess women have okay, a different we're dynamic. Yeah, we're, now we're digging. Like, no, just a little kid. Oh, a little kid. JTT, a little kid. Yeah. Whoa. A sweet, innocent little baby. You know, you don't know. They, you know, okay. All right. Hey, yeah, we get yeah. it. <laughs> but I feel like that's why, like, it was so sweet. And, like, she was yeah. like, what's a rehearsal? And I was like, it's when you practice at once. And she, like, got it. She was like, we're rehearsing. And it was just, like, yeah. so interesting to, like, Is see her take it on. Is that development for a four-year-old for to her to not know that? Or was she kind of slow? <laughs> no, I mean... I, she's on set crushing okay, it okay, you know okay. what I mean I mean so she should know at rehearsal it sounds like she's being a little manipulative bitch trying to cuddle <laughs> oh dude I love her she just wanted to cuddle and tell me I was pretty and that's all I ever want to do so. that does raise a red flag to me actually because <laughs> like, you guys are both she, against no, the like, kid now no it's just like what does she mean what's rehearsal well because like, she didn't know what a rehearsal was she yeah just, but, so, but she's on set how does she not well, know well this is like her first film she's four years old mm. this was her first big film okay I don't know. It was I'd a lot. A little... She had to wear a wig. I had to like so the whole movie is about it's called condition. So it's like the whole thing is about like how this girl grew up with her mom being like you need to be pretty and you need mm. to put put together for church and like she cuts her hair as a kid and the mom is like don't ever do this again you know and then she basically ends up like you know shaving her head at the end mm. but it's supposed to be a secret but I don't know if it's supposed short to be a secret. film short film yeah. yeah. But it's really beautiful, and the girl who wrote it is like so cute. That's and, awesome. Um, I'm really excited. My friend directed it, but That's yeah, just great. getting back into that rhythm is so exciting. But yeah, the the anxiety and the doubt that comes sure. with it, I'm having a hard time. And then I'm talking to my manager, and he's like, "Do you have someone you can talk to?" I'm like, "You, yeah, 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 yeah. you, yeah. dude, right, right." That's never good when someone. You're the one like, who told me to do this fucking yeah. podcast. Right. I'm spitting everywhere, but it's true. It's like shout outs. They want yeah, they want you to do it all, and they're like, "Oh, but we can't help you actually right. do it." Right. We just right. want to make you do it. I think about that too, where I'm like, or and I was trying to think about like prioritizing stuff. I have a friend, Justin, who's really like good about reading self-help books, which is the best of all the worlds because it's like, I get the self-help sound bites, but I don't have to do the work, which is a big fan of that type of situation. Which is kind of not doing it, which is, it's going to come oh, back to totally. haunt you. Totally. Not, I 100% not doing it. Also, yeah. then I'm like paraphrasing things and saying them wrong. I'm like, I think it was Gandhi that said like a milkshake <laughs> brings the voice of the earth. Like, it gets all askew. <laughs> But he said in this book he read that I don't remember what the name of it was, was about, oh, yeah, see, okay, you're right, fuck. But he said what? it was like about prioritizing your like immediate things, you're not, imme- this is how bad my life skills are, that this is like hard for me to get out. Okay, you yeah. put your immediate stuff, it's supposed to be a grid, immediate stuff, not immediate stuff. And there were two other grids and I don't remember them. But the point is, yeah. <laughs> yes, figuring out your priorities and being like, what do I need to do right now that goes in line with, oh yeah, yeah. You're supposed to have like your two big goals and then yeah. your five daily goals and then figure out what goes in the grid to meet the big and daily goals. This is so, I feel like there's another to-do. Like it is adding to, do. to my to-do list. But it's the biggest to-do, it's the biggest do. So you do this and then all do, your do. other to-dos are supposed to fall. Cause like mine was like, I wanna be healthier, I wanna look better and feel better than I ever yeah. have. Fine, okay one and then the other one is like i gotta figure out i want to do an hour special so to do that i need to get my chakras unblocked i need to figure out some other so stuff So it's like all the other goals have to go towards that top goal i see what you mean exactly i got taught this thing that really helps me making action lists instead of making like like let's say t- making a special is your thing right. like that's a very like haunting but even saying that now i'm like well maybe that's not my goal i don't even know <laughs> I'm, i don't even know but yeah okay yeah. let's say stay say healthier okay right yeah. instead uh-huh. of like okay i'll do this one this is easy like do laundry sometimes yeah, that can you. be overwhelming right yeah. you have to collect all yeah. the laundry throughout your house if you don't have one in your unit you have to get the quarters together there's all this stuff self-questioning of why am i living in a place without fucking laundry exactly in my house? Or if you do have laundry you you're like i'm paying too much for this fucking laundry i like rent i don't own i'm 35 what the fuck 
I, I also go through that rent own situation all the time. I was just in Virginia. I saw a house. It was like four bedrooms for like 200 oh, grand. I was yeah. like, what is this? What am I but, doing? So the action list is like, get laundry together. Like it's one physical right. like action thing that you do that's very little so you can feel like the satisfaction of like crossing it off the yes. list. No, like I like crossing lists. I love crossing lists. What like yes, exactly. Like yeah. hearing you say get laundry together, like that should I should be like, yeah. Like, but it's in my head, it's like I feel my brain being like Well, you live in New York, by the way. I don't know how you live. Living I, in New York is so difficult. It's I so lived there difficult. for many years. Yeah. I like LA more, but I have a laundry in my unit. I have a great apartment situation. Are you in Harlem still? No, I'm in the Lower East Side, right oh. next to Katz's Deli, and it's fucking awesome. Oh, I know exactly where it's you are. It's such a great location, and I've got the washer dryer in the unit. So I'm doing a fuck tons of laundry. So laundry on the list isn't the problem. Folding the laundry is a big issue. Streamlining my... Oh, because there's this other book that Justin read called The War of Art. Have you ever heard of that? I haven't heard of it. See, again... See, I could really confidently bullshit about what the book was about, but since I was honest about saying I hadn't read it, and I also don't, I don't want to lie to you guys. I don't, it's about, it's about overcoming resistance and procrastination. And yeah. That made me lazy just hearing the fucking. And that's what the author says. He's like, these things that like live inside us, you need to just like do the work. I mean, I guess I you don't need to read a book to tell you to do that. You know what I need? I need a fucking assistant. Yeah, Emma, that would okay? be nice. That's what I need. And this is the problem. I'm such a micromanager mm. that I would be like, no, do it this way. Do right. that that way. But I'm hoping that Emerson will guide me with an intern. That's oh, what I'm be awesome. trying to do. That's and you have to just plan. trust that person. You have to. You can't control everything. You oh, have to give up control. That's a tattoo yeah. I need to get on my fucking face. Amen. Like, totally. If I could just let go of control. Could you imagine? I mean, honestly, though, I wonder if like for a little bit, like that would probably really center you if you had the tattoo on your face because it'd be like, no, it's a bad idea. Never mind. Sorry. Well, I wrote, I got you tattooed. I mean, você mm. in Portuguese mm. with my mom's handwriting here just to be like, look, it's cool. You just worry about you. Yes. You just worry about you. Yes. And I hate when people have like breathe or no or like passion, you know, whatever. I get it. But it really was this thing. Like I look at it, I'm like, okay, just And chill. I love that spot for a tattoo. That's also where I would get a tattoo. Yeah, I like I it. I have a lot spot. of little crappy I ones that. everywhere. That's where, that's, I would want to get something right there. Just Are you tattooless? I'm tattooless, but lit- I love that. Like that's yeah, where I would want to get one. I like this one here too when I do stand up. I don't like how it looks in person, mm. but like in stand up, I'm like, oh cool. It looks cool totally. in a photo. I've never actually even noticed that tattoo on you. Yeah, it's kind of a bad one. I I got it really last minute. <laughs> it bled. Minute. It bled no. already, and then I was like, Ugh, "It's fucked." It was. I just. I'm surprised I never noticed it because I've seen you do stand up many times. But yeah, it's like it. a nice little marker. But re- centering things back to yourself is so fucking important. And then it's like you're checking things off the list. And it's like, what am I doing this for? You know what it is. I think I just need somebody to go like, "Hey, if you don't do this or this or this or a short, like you're cool, fine." Like you're good. Like it's nothing will okay. happen. Like and the, the stakes are incredible, know. and being grateful too. Like it is like even if wanting to have a kid, but it's like okay. Like I think my sister has two kids, and it's like, oh man, imagine doing all this stuff and then having two kids. I was thinking that when I was walking I my dog today. Love walking my dog. Love sure. Cheryl. It's like a very calming thing in the mor- morning. I miss but- having a dog so much. It's thrown me off my rocker. Did you? Did your because Ashley, when me and my girlfriend broke up, she, it was her dog. You know that yeah. I always say that Ashley's the cuntiest of all names. Really? Yeah, because I knew three Ashleys. And they were all cunts. You know, survey says. What? She, she was great. Ashley. Ash, like the way it sounds. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ashley. She, you knew her. She, yeah. But towards the end, maybe a little bit, but she was great and it was her dog. But so yeah. you walk your dog and then what were you thinking when you were walking your dog? I was thinking like, this is great, but like I could really get the day going if I didn't have to do this every day. Like I like was like, oh, yes. hey, let's go. Would like, you actually be up? Because I, the dog gets me up. He would get me up at seven and then I would walk the dog. That's the problem. So she has a little balcony so she can pee and poop whenever Aww. she wants. Yeah, Cheryl's very independent, but she likes She's our bonding time. 
She does. Aww. I put in like one of those doggy doors into that's the balcony. That's so cute. Yeah. That's, it does center you though. Cause probably no matter what the first thing you do in the day is, you're going to be like, fuck, I got to do these other things during the day. So it's almost being like, just like me, the biggest thing is being like, okay, now I really try to make it like I get up, drink water before I drink coffee and then go exercise. And I have a friend that lives near me. And I was like, just let me know when you work out. Karen Fee and she's a comedian too. And she goes to the gym all the time. So then if I meet her first thing, no matter what, I feel like I did that. That's a good thing to but have like moving, a, so. a buddy who like, keeps you honest like right. who's like hey if you're gonna be there like i i can disappoint myself but I'll i don't disappoint myself all day disappointing other people that's all i've never even heard of another concept of thing to do i know right uh. but like other people if other people are gonna be in the zumba class like i'm gonna be there also new neighbor downstairs came mm. upstairs i'm finally doing zoom i'm like this is for me finally right like, doing something for myself and he's like dude it sounds like you're trotting and i'm like i am trotting trotting to the beat <laughs> i'm bitch. trotting i'm running i'm gonna be running faster and he's like yeah, I just, I'm working and it's like very loud. I'm like, well, it's going to be loud for a week. Good for you. Straight, so. Also trotting, if you really thought someone was up there trotting, is that the type of person you want to fucking confront? Like if they're trotting alone, what is he, what is trotting even? Does it go horse? It's like, it's, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, I guess I was like, I don't remember what I was doing, but I'm sure there's a gallop move within Zumba that I like. <laughs> if he thought. Now, everybody gallop. <laughs> If he thought you were trotting, he needs to sit down and shut the fuck up and like mind his business. Like I, let her trot. If he started trotting right now, I would pretend I didn't even see it. Also, I, I live next to a girl who's like clearly on TikTok all the time because I hear the same song is starting in the same spot oh, over God. and over. Like just every once in a while, God. I'm like, she's doing a TikTok. It's going to take her a few turns. And everybody's working from home. So there's like all different adjustments of being like, okay. We're going to find time so we can I need all make to get it work. out of this apartment. You have no idea. That's another thing that's really? making me crazy. Yeah, because I was in a long distance relationship and now all of a sudden we like live, live together, together in a one bedroom fucking apartment. Yeah. And it's like, ugh, like he, and you know, I just know that he shits so much and sure. I don't want to know, like there needs to be a designated shit yes, bathroom. Totally. That's what the one and a half is, you know? Totally. That's what the one and a half is. And it's about keeping a little bit of, I mean, you need, I don't know, I've discovered I'm an introvert, so I actually recharge alone. But I need to recharge alone. I need to that's recharge a alone. That's a new thing for me that I just really introvert. Yeah. Are you the same you think? Yeah, I need yeah. to be alone more than he needs to be alone. He's like, let's just, you know, I'm like, no, like, why don't you take a walk? <laughs> you know, I'm like, totally. And he's not in the city where he lives. And I'm like, so he doesn't have a lot of friends here. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you go to uh, the grocery store and find this one really specific thing <laughs> so that I can have some time to just fart on my own? It's important. I you have to be able to regroup somewhere. Otherwise, you really do start to go. That's the biggest thing for me now is I am living by myself. And like, there'll be moments when I'll get back and like be like, alone in the apartment then i'll just be like it's gonna be okay so if you don't have that that's tough i need to regroup i need regroup to that out. and then doing steps i'll take that time to think too Ten thousand so, like, steps what have we, what have we learned we need to, we need medication i have my medication <laughs> you are yeah. for what like anxiety or for oh, yeah. depression or all of it wait are you, are you not on medication no i've wow. never i've never taken i like honestly this baby week has also been a week of like i need a baby and i need medication <laughs> probably in, not in that yeah. order yeah that'd be a good when you but go like, into the doctor's like i'm thinking of having a baby but also i need some like also, pills, but wait, so. does the medication sorry we're gonna wrap up mm. but like does the medication actually help and are you scared if you get off of it things will unravel really quickly okay so this is like a whole journey of a thing yeah. so i'll summarize it real quick oh god i'm bad at summarizing things um <laughs> i need to go more medication the clip art. we need we're, no the cl we're, cliff notes i take wellbutrin and zoloft and i take okay. vivance for my adhd wellbutrin is for depression zoloft for anxiety but i've been taking but the stories of how i've been taking them i don't even know how to summarize but it does help but like you have to kind of there's a trial and error period like it's just not going to be perfect in the beginning there was a trial and error period but the thing that was so, i'm so grateful for with this time around it's like i didn't go into it in a point of chaos so like it wasn't like like i had like a balanced 
like point to be like to changing the vibe it's the wellbutrin and zoloft when i started taking that that was like i had stopped drinking i was like smoking cigarettes i was like i need help and so that was like harder to tell what's what because there was like it's like could be this could be because i'm fucking hungover like it was tough to know what's what so you want to start it's a long process for like figuring it out so oh wait i dated a therapist one time i was in a relationship (laughs) with one and she said this that might you might get something out of this she said she's like emma um stop cheating on me but then she also said (laughs) hey emma can you stop sleeping with other people that that's the best that's what i prescribe (laughs) (laughs) bitch but she said she was like you can't always start at the finish line you know what i'm saying so you can't Uh, always start at the finish line i don't want to do a light jog until i get the right medication right no you have to i know that's the only way there is i'm too scared but you know what like and my dad started doing anxiety meds and he's like a new huge yeah new person and everything doesn't need to be a big thing like it could be some little like i never upped my adhd meds and i did a tiny little bit and i noticed a tiny little difference Oh, you got your meds just right, huh? Your cocktail is like working. Years though, it did take a long time. Yeah, I'm just like on panic. I panic all day and then I smoke weed and finally feel good at night. That's literally my whole day. That's how I get through Wait, it. Wait, so you, you do take p- panic pills? No, I don't take, oh. I've never taken any medication. Never, ever, ever. I mean, Advil and like, you know, fun Sure, ones. sure. But like, never. Definitely some kind of anti-anxiety drug could help so much. That's what everybody keeps saying, especially the voices in my head. <laughs> especially the ones telling me not to yeah, take this. Don't take meds. Yeah. We like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're happy I don't know why here. it sounds don't like Gollum. Me. Yeah. And maybe there was no child at all. It was just me imagining a kid being like, let's cuddle. Yikes, I'm losing it. I didn't yeah. even shoot a short <laughs> film this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we have to wrap it up, but I want you to like do the plug plug thing. Oh, yeah. Um, Emma Willman on Instagram, two L's and two N's, and then I'll be in an upcoming episode of The Good Fight. Ooh, that's a good one. Thank you. That was the show I shot. That's so that's exciting. That's when I looked at the fucking self tape, and guess yeah. what? Guess what? What? I played a straight girl, and I was so proud of myself, <gasps> and that is indicative of I was doing fucking acting classes, and I didn't take acting classes forever because I was like, wanted to start at the finish line. I would get too frustrated, and then I was like, fuck I need this. to go back. I need to go what back. What can I control? And so I started doing them, and I fucking hated it more than anything because I was like, I suck at this, I suck at this, and I felt getting better in little tiny increments, and then you know, Bill Dawes. Of course. He helps with my auditions and he. That's really sweet. Hats off to him. I give him credit on this one. He, cause I had to do something I had to do in it. He made me react to him in real life doing it. And we caught it for the audition. That's a good friend. He got me, when I got that, I was like, we got that. Yeah. Shout out to Ben Seward. Who's like yes. my guy for that. I did a producer session the other day and they were like, you can bring a reader. Oh, it really? Did, yeah. Or well, you could just have the reader like be the casting director. I was like, I'm going to bring a reader. Sure. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. And she was like, actually really grateful. She was like, you're the first person I got to watch. But also when yeah. it ended, we had this, like me and my friend Ben, we were like, oh my God, that was so cool that we got to do sure. that together. Like, yeah, that's awesome. You know, it didn't go anywhere. And the girl who was in the waiting room, her name was Megalyn. Damn. I don't know who she is, but Megalyn. Wow. Wow. That's a lot. That's another Ashley. That's a lot. Every time you meet someone, my name is Megalyn. What Megalyn. Is it? Megalyn. It's like <laughs> Megan and Lynn together. Yeah. Megalyn. Megalyn. Woof. Yeah. Sounds like you also have like, these are a lot of ex- really exciting, stimulating things. So it's like, you're not just getting out of COVID. You're having a lot of stimulation. There's too much stimulation. Yeah, my clit's going to explode. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. It, that's what it is. I just need to like, I don't know. I came last night. I feel good about it. That's good. Like, it helps. It calm. helps. I feel more calm this morning. I know uh, everybody was wondering. We should start mm-hmm. every episode with, did we come last night? That's a good segment. Write that down. I've never been coming more, <laughs> like I've been coming so much. It's insane. I, love this. I, I love can't this even believe you. it. Yeah, you thank you so much. You do look like, you know, you've got this like, 
Oh, shine to you that well that was the accutane i'm gonna be totally honest i took accutane for a while and it cleared up my skin Wait, how did Botox. They, this is too many meds emma they're mixing together yeah. like so the accutane didn't fuck up all the anxiety meds? no and i'm on a low dose of everything and accutane was a while ago but the glow is from the botox and fillers love that oh i yes. remember yes as yes. well love a little botox but the i have been having like so much sex recently too not bragging because I wasn't having sex for a You're long time. You're living the life. You've got a TV show no, coming out. No, I'm having, I'm crippling anxiety, lots of problems. Same. We, okay, like, good. So this big is, issues, this family problems. This is making me problems. feel good. Oh, same. Things yeah. are not okay. I'm I'm scared. <laughs> I'm fearful. My sponsor's got cancer. Like, I'm struck. It's, it, it is what it is, but it's okay. I mean, everything's going to be fine. He's fine. So... Dude, so yeah I like that you see that was a roundup you did it you didn't think you could but I'm yeah. here to tell you that you actually are very good at summaries you just summarize oh, your chaos yeah. within yeah. yeah like I feel like that's like a two-minute clip we can just Emma woman you want to know her here we go yeah I'm totally fine I'm like, uh, <laughs> everything's falling apart but we're good but things uh, are okay we're yeah. good and then how long are you in LA do you have any you said no shows in LA I'm but, not doing shows but yeah. I've been doing a lot I've been in New York I've been doing like one to four shows a night actually which so many but it is different in New York. And sometimes if I'm like doing a bunch of them, it's almost less stressful because I think about it less. Here, it's like you cannot have really two good shows right. in a row. Like right. I already know this weekend I have two. It's going to be bad. Guys, go to jadecataprata.com or my Instagram. <laughs> so look at shows. Promo. Transition. I, have two shows. I know it's going to be bad. But come see her in real hey, time. Hey, you guys, come see me sweat in real time. Yes. Like, do I remember how to do stand up? I don't know. Maybe I don't. You come judge for yourself. But it's an incredible process to be a part of, to get in right now. If you come to a show right now, it's like you're getting to see like a whole special thing. That's what I'm going to call it. Yeah, it's exciting. And it is. We, were you doing a podcast as well? Or we did Mateo the How to Come Together? We podcast um, inside the closet that comes out every Thursday. So check that out as well. Yeah. I haven't seen Mateo in a while with a shirt on. So that's exciting as He's well. He's doing really well. He's so cute. Yeah. He's so cute. Well, guys, it's been really fun. Emma, thank you again. Thank you for having Everybody me. Everybody check her out. Yeah, You've been please. jaded. Bye. Jaded, jaded, like you anticipated. Hey, haters gonna hate it, and yeah, it's X-rated. Let my words get you faded. Jaded, mano, vamos ficar jadeada. Ah, vamos lá. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.